When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Conan O'Brien is really uh, mixing things up, and I'm uh, equally excited and equally terrified about what he's about to embark on. I think that uh, Conan is one of the most unbelievable talents in late night, and I think that his talents have actually exceeded what late night provides and offers. You know, monologue, bit, guest, guest, musical act. Like, that formula, I don't think, really works for Conan anymore. And the reason why I say that is you look at some of the things that he's done, his traveling segments, some of his traveling shows, like, they are so funny. Just following that guy around with the camera and letting him interact with the world is completely hysterical. So when I heard that they were thinking about leaning more towards some of those elements rather than the traditional late-night talk show elements, I was excited but the other thing was, you know, like there's that base, like the fact that you got to you have to do shows, you know, the fact that you're taking the talk show to places was sort of the base that made some of those other things fun. You know what I mean? Like. I, I always felt like it, it was great to always have that anchor to go back to. I don't mind that Conan's changing his show, uh, you know, but the thing is, like. They're not going to really rely on guests all that much. I think that having guests is kind of fun because his interaction with guests is great. And the fact that he's not going to have musical acts anymore is really what bothers me because Conan's a music guy. You know, Fallon's a music guy. Jimmy and I, 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 we had him on the show. Jimmy Fallon came to hang with us at a record store at an appearance one day. If you want to hear that and just Google, you know, W-E-H-M Anthony, Jimmy Fallon, you'll see it'll come up. He's a hardcore music nerd, Fallon. You know, I can't imagine Fallon going, yeah, no more music. You know, in fact, I'm hoping that Fallon goes back to breaking artists instead of just going with artists that are huge. I, I feel like he's had a couple of bookings lately that was like he's giving people an opportunity, which I like about Fallon. He's got to get back to that. I think that's great. That's what The Tonight Show was all about. That was the brilliance about uh, Johnny Carson. Sure, he was funny. But think of all the opportunities he gave. And I know the Tonight Show is not what it used to be, but still, you can still give people an opportunity. And like Leno used to say, you still own the network for seven minutes if you're a stand-up. You know, same thing if you're a musical act. If you're the musical act on the Tonight Show that night, you own NBC for four or five minutes, whatever your song is. So I would love Conan to keep the musical act. That's really, if Conan said, you know what? I'm going to go on as planned and I'm going to add in some music. I would be super happy. But what's interesting about Conan is, and it sort of speaks to the sign of our times, how times are changing and how we consume what we used to call television. And now we call content is different because we do consume content now. Not so much television. What's on television is essentially content. But I find that I watch Conan more in YouTube form on my iPad than I do actually turning on TBS. 
So essentially, I'm part of the problem. That has sort of made the change. But Conan doing Clueless Gamer and, you know, his traveling segments and stuff like that, it, he's grown outside the walls of what used to be. So although I'm a little afraid for him because I want him to succeed, uh, I'm really excited for what's to come. And I do think that his half hour show is going to be successful. And I think that is going to continue to succeed online more than anything, which, let's be honest with one another, is where the world is going. That's just where the world is going. Um, you've seen it with us here at EHM. <laughs> the Morning Show with Anthony podcast, the Morning Show with Anthony vlog. We're producing a lot more content that can live forever, that people can share, that people can enjoy when they want. In fact, I'd like to get this four-hour show down to a half hour, too, if that's at all possible. <laughs> if we could do that, that'd be great. If I could only get a half hour work in a day, I would love to do that. It'd be phenomenal. Um, so uh, I'm excited for Conan. I just I wish we'd get that musical element back in there because I think he's so good at it. I really think he's just really great at interacting with musicians. So we'll see. Um, this all comes on the heels of Conan announcing. We we knew that this was all coming. We knew that January the the show was going to retool, uh, and to go along with that, to be the break in between, Conan has announced a uh, pretty big comedy tour. His first since 2010 and just goes to show you how funny the guy is the name of the show is team coco presents conan and friends an evening of stand-up and investment tips 18 dates across the united states it'll start in dc on november 2nd hits atlantic city at uh, the music where's the music box that's in the borgata i think in the borgata he hits detroit boston mass Porchester at the capitol theater which, by the way, good for them, because he's also playing the Beacon Theater on November 8th. And I say good for them at Porchester because Porchester has been booking pretty big acts. Like, they've been really making a name for themselves, that Capitol Theater. They're getting acts that are playing in the city that are fairly big. And... um it's good that I have a chance to uh, talk about that now because there was a couple of other people, and I want to say Neil Young too, right? Like there's a couple of people that had some big shows or weren't doing many shows, but they're they're popping into the uh, Capitol Theater. Yeah, the Avid Brothers are going to be there in October. Umphreys McGee, Michael Franti, One Night with Warren Haynes, Social D coming up. I thought I just, I thought I could have sworn that, uh, that Neil Young just announced one date there. Cause I remember seeing that in all the farm aid hubbub and it was like, how random is this? Neil Young is just throwing a show over at, uh, at the Capitol theater. Oh me, oh my, I can't explain that Beyond song is in my head now. <clears throat> Phil Lesh is going to be there for three nights. The Conan and Friends, Edie Brickell, Bob Weir's there for a couple of nights. Jim James. God, I wish this venue wasn't so far away. David Crosby and Friends. Oh, okay. So then, uh, I don't think and Friends includes uh, Neil Young in that mix. Casey Musgraves going to be there. Joan Baez, the Wood Brothers. Yeah, it's insane. All right, no, no, no. I thought Neil Young just added a show there. 
Uh, so anyway, so Porchester Theater for Conan and then uh, Beacon Theater on November 8th. From what I understand, though, tickets are being sold to Ticketmaster, so they're mostly already gone. <laughs> and you're going to have to buy it through the secondary market. You wonder why I'm laughing at that. Go to the Morning Show with Anthony Vlog at WEHM.com. Under the on-air tab, click on Anthony. You'll see the Morning Show Vlog. I have two vlogs from last week posting about how dirty Ticketmaster is and Live Nation and how these companies are essentially scamming us out of money. If you do anything today, go watch that Ticketmaster video about how they are working with ticket brokers just to get things immediately onto the secondary market so they can cash in twice on ticket fees. It's insane how corrupt this company is and how much they're ripping off the public and nobody's talking about it. It's in that video. Don't just watch it. Share it on your social media channels as well. Boy, if you got to this far in the podcast, I want to thank you guys. Uh, by the way, what's great about the podcast is some of this stuff actually aired this morning. For instance, everything up until this point was on the air this morning. This part, I, I just thought, I'm so passionate now about Conan. And I was like, I got a couple more thoughts to get out. And what's great about the podcast is I can do that now. So while Neil Young is playing and people are enjoying their morning commute, we can dig in a little bit deeper on Conan. Um, I've watched Conan so much, and I wanted to just leave this with you guys. Watch Conan's travel shows. When he goes to Israel, it was unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. His Havana shows down in Cuba were great. Um, he went to Italy. I actually haven't even watched that yet because a couple of times it came up on my YouTube. I was like, wait, no, I want to really be able to enjoy this. So it's like something I'm looking forward to watching. I don't really get down with his Clueless Gamer segments. I mean, they're fun, but I just love to see him interact with people. Him outside of that studio is so damn good. He's so freaking funny, but he's also really funny in studio with the guests. And I don't want to lose that portion of it, too. Like, I would love to see him sort of, and it's not like anything is necessarily set in stone, but I would love to see him sort of transition into that sort of comedians in cars getting coffee space where he grabs a guest and just rolls out, you know, and does different things. I may think that would be really, really fun. Oh, look at this. Neil Young, Porchester Capital Theater. Look at that. 926. So he is there. Yeah, last night and tonight. And they're all sold out. Robin, bless your heart. Thanks for that tweet. I thought I saw that too, but why isn't it on their website? That's really bizarre. All right. Anyway, uh, back to Conan. <clears throat> I uh, I'm just I'm looking forward to this. I don't necessarily see this as a bad thing. And what's funny is, you know, I I, I I've. I, I've accepted where the world is going. Like the reason why we're doing the morning show with Anthony podcast, the reason why we're doing all this stuff is because I know that in a few short years, most of how what I put out on a daily basis is going to be consumed is going to be consumed online on demand on your schedule. I do the show every day. We'll continue to do the show. We're going to continue to put everything into the show that we can. But I also know that a big part of what I do is going to be consumed whenever you feel like it, whenever you want to check it out, you know? So that's why we've sort of shifted how we do things here. It hasn't really changed the on-air product. We're working more and working harder behind the scenes to produce more content for you guys offline. 
you know, off air, I should say, and online. Um, I know that's just the way it is. And that's the way it is for Conan, too. Look, they all know this. It's why Carpool Karaoke was created. It's why Jimmy Fallon produces all these videos. If you look now at what Fallon's doing, Fallon's doing a lot more uh, Instagram lives and such in the mornings. You know, he's he's trying to promote the fact that TV, you know, the show is on TV at night. You know, the thing is, is there's going to be less and less live TV viewers for these things and more and more online consumption. So I think, you know, I think Conan's actually being smart and I think he's being um, a pioneer in this sort of era by paving the way and getting to this sort of thing first. The truth of the matter is, is the main thing of what used to be our radio show, Four Hours, uh, Conan's hour-long talk show, it's not as important as some of the other stuff. You know, the, the world is changing. Society is changing. We want to see more behind-the-scenes videos. We want to see more, you know, less polished produced kind of stuff. That's just the way we're going. You know, there's people on YouTube that have 50 million subscribers that are that are pulling in a lot more attention than the the late night talk shows. And it's because they, you know, they share their personal lives or they're with you every day. They got their opinions of this and that. Whatever the case is, like the world is changing. The world is just changing. And Conan's being the first one to sort of uh, embrace that change and move along. <clears throat> What's interesting is the people who write about television, the people who work in the advertising industries, they are the last to accept it. So when you read about Conan, this feels like a demotion. But when I look at Conan and him doing this, to me, he looks like a pioneer. And that's a big difference. You know? I say this all the time on the radio show, and it's the same thing for Conan's half-hour show on TBS. For the fans that are there every single night that are used to it on TV, they're going to have it. It's going to be there. But for those who aren't, like myself, who's got to go to bed and get up early, I don't get to see the, stay up late to watch these shows. We've got more now. We've got other options. It's better for us. You know what I mean? I say that all the time about the radio show. I could say I, I can do something that is wildly entertaining and fantastic. It could be the best thing ever. It could be the best show ever. The old way was, I said it, we did the bits, we did this and that, and it was gone. And if you weren't in your car listening at that moment or at home or whatever, you missed it. And now, you no longer have to miss it. Because if you were in your car or if you were at work and we did this amazing thing, well, guess what? Now you can catch it later on. That's a great thing. It's a great thing. I don't know why more people don't embrace it quickly. Not meaning you, the public. I mean, the people in our industry, in advertising, uh, the people who write about TV, radio, the people who write about media and comedy media. Like, they're all looking at this stuff as the end of the world, where I'm looking at it as this is an expansion. I got more people now listening to the morning show with Anthony because of the podcast, because of the vlog, because they're seeing it online we got more people tuning in to the radio station on tune in or what or whm.com than we ever have before it's crazy it's such a crazy thing yet everybody looks at this conan thing like it's a downgrade
And it really, really isn't. EHM, this is Ant. Anthony, Karen from Connecticut. Good morning. How are you? What's happening, Karen from Connecticut? Well, listen, I got another one of my peeps telling me how great you and your radio station are. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a hairdresser. I've told you before. And we start talking about music and very passionate. And she says, oh, my God, I love that station. Anthony's the best. That show is the bomb. I'm like, I know. I said, every time I turn around, more people listen to you than I realize. Not because, you know, because you're good. (laughs) And she says, you don't play the same old garbage. I said, absolutely not. That's why we like it. And she goes, this is the funny part. But he does have his favorites, she said. (laughs) I said, he does. He does. And uh, another thing quick, um, I saw your photos from the um, farm aid, and I thought to myself, that guy's got the best dimples. You've got great dimples. Oh, bless your heart, Karen. <laughs> you're cute. You're cute. Keep on doing what you're doing as usual, like we all say. And uh, thanks, and have a great rest of your show. See, I thought I thought you being a hairdresser, you were going to take offense to how awful my hair is. That's what I thought you were Oh, you're, you're an Italian boy. You're after my own heart. You've got beautiful hair. <laughs> well, that's one way oh. of looking at it. Come on. Stop <laughs> it. No, you do. You do. All right. Thanks, Karen. You bet. Bye. How funny is that? I'm sitting here talking about how we're we have the ability to grow online and the the first call that comes in is somebody from outside of our traditional market area telling me about how many people are talking about uh how many people are listening. We were just up in Hartford for Farm Aid. Hartford, Connecticut. No no prayer on we were an hour away from where you could actually get the signal for the station. And I'm walking around and people are going, oh, hey, Aunt. <laughs> I have it on tape. I have it on tape. We're going to release it. I didn't catch every one of them. I wish I did. I wish I had the camera going 24 hours. But just ran, just went, oh, hey, Aunt. Hi. What are you doing up here? Farm Aid? Oh, yeah, yeah. Farm Aid. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I thought I heard that. Yeah. Good to have you here. I'm like, you, you should have no idea who the hell I am. But our footprint is growing bigger. And what's funny is I keep talking about it and none of the other radio stations are doing it. Um, I think Conan will be the first of many to change and alter the way they do that late night show. It may take three years. It may take five years. It may take eight years. But Conan will be the first. And the rest are going to have to follow because it's just not going to be the way it used to be anymore. Good luck to Conan. Hopefully, I'm going to catch him at the Beacon Theater. Or I got to be honest with you, the Borgata would be the place to be. That'd be the nice thing to do. I miss that Borgata. Borgata, if you're listening, I miss you guys. I love you guys.